Welcome to the Tales of Zeke and Elliot, parables worth pondering. Best friends Zeke and Elliot are two frogs that have many adventures around Bicker's Pond. I'm Leah, and we have a honey of a story for you today in Junk In, Junk Out. It takes a leap of faith, but that's a step worth taking. If the path we face is the one God's making. When he says go, we won't be alone. Let's take a leap of faith. The local wildlife was buzzing with excitement because spring had finally sprung. The fields danced with striking purple and yellow flowers that gave off their delicious scents. Ella and some of the other bees from a nearby hive could be seen bouncing from flower to flower. After being cooped up all winter, they felt free as they played in the open air. Hey, wait up! Don't leave me! Come on, Slowpoke! I'm not slow! I just stopped to smell the roses! First, there aren't any roses blooming yet, and second, we're on a schedule! Your day off is tomorrow! But it's relaxing! I like to take my time and enjoy the scenery! We've been cooped up all winter! I work hard when I have to! Ella, we have a quota to fill, and we've been in trouble before! Try and keep up. Why do we have to rush around on such a beautiful day? I agree, it is a beautiful day, and the sun feels fantastic on my wings, but we have a job to do, Ella. You know that we need to replenish our supply of pollen so we can make fresh honey to fill the orders. Zeke and Elliot will be stopping by later this week, and if we're running behind, it causes everyone else in Bicker's Pond to run behind. Ella, the last time you caused us to be late and held up production, we all suffered. No extra activities for a month. A month! I, for one, don't want to be punished again because of you. Okay, okay, I get it. I'll keep up. As the worker bees roamed the field searching for the prettiest flowers, Ella kept stopping to rest. Before they knew it, the sun was setting and all the bees had gathered as much pollen as they could, except Ella. Once inside, they deposited their pollen. Because bees cannot actually taste honey, they employed an ant named Steve. His job was to make sure the fresh honey was golden in color and tasted sweet. He would be the first to notice if anything was wrong with the final product. Great job today, ladies. I believe this batch of pollen is going to make some very sweet honey. Go and get some dinner and relax. You've earned it. Will we be going out tomorrow, sir? I don't have that information, Nora. You need to talk to the head of the drone bees. He keeps track of the schedule. Okay, thank you. Hey, Nora, why did you ask about going out tomorrow? We usually have a day off between our shifts. I'd like to switch what crew I'm on. Why? Because of Ella. I know she's super nice, but she tends to be lazy and not do her share of the work. I know she slows us down a lot, but she usually manages to gather her share of pollen. Did you see her near the lavender flowers today? I didn't. And yes, she came back with pollen, but where did it come from? I don't know. The next day, Zeke and Elliot showed up early to the beehive to pick up their orders of honey for delivery. They had three stops to make. First was to Ruby at the Stomp and Stump to make her famous golden honey milkshakes. Next was to the Crispy Bark, and last was to the Trail Ranger Scouts. While outside waiting, they were greeted by Nora heading out on a new assignment. Good morning. Where are you headed today? I'm flying over the hill toward Elliot's home near the pool. There are some really beautiful cherry blossom trees there. Oh, I'm certain that the pollen you gather from those trees will make excellent honey. Are you here to pick up your orders for Ruby and the Crispy Bark? And the Trail Rangers. We saw Ruby and she is anxious to get her order. She just can't make them milkshakes fast enough. That's fantastic. We take a lot of pride in our honey. We try to find the prettiest flowers. I'll let the queen know you're satisfied. So the prettier the flower, the sweeter the honey? Absolutely. We don't just get our pollen from any and every flower. 
What is that noise coming from inside the hive? The buzzer only sounds when there's something wrong in the production line. Excuse me, I'll be right back. As Nora flew back in, the hive was all abuzz from the alarm. The conveyor belts had shut down and all the honeycomb construction had ceased. Zoe greeted Nora and quickly explained that yesterday's pollen supply was contaminated. The queen was in a meeting with Steve to figure out when the contaminated pollen had arrived and from what worker crew. Zoe, I need you and your crew to report to the lunchroom. Steve, please join us to take notes. Nora, go outside and stall Zeke and Elliot until we can get this straightened out. The rest of you get to work getting this place decontaminated and start a new line. I need you all to work overtime until we can get caught up. Zoe and her team looked at each other and headed to the lunchroom. The hive started to buzz again as everyone began the cleanup. Steve, can you please explain to these ladies why we have called this meeting? Yes, ma'am. Ladies, well, at the window of the production line this morning, I noticed some dark specks were in the pollen, so I halted the assembly line and did a taste test. And what were the conclusions of your taste test, Steve? Nasty. That was the conclusion. Which means, ladies, that we will be behind in getting our orders out for Zeke and Elliot making us look incompetent. And when I say we, I really mean me. And why is this sort of problem always happening with this crew? Steve, I leave you to figure out this mess. Settle in, ladies. It's going to be a long morning. We're going to have to question each of you to get to the bottom of this sticky situation. Aww. Not again. Settle down. Zoe, I'd like to start with you. Can you please describe the flowers you gathered your pollen from and their exact location? Yes, sir. Since it's spring, the best type of flower is a lavender plant. We found some blooming on top of the hillside near the edge of the forest line. Thank you, Zoe. Steve carefully questioned each member of the crew. Each bee answered the same way. They had gathered their pollen from the lavender field. Ella, that just leaves you. Were you staying close to your group? Kind of, sir. You gathered your supply from the lavender plants as well? Well... No, sir. Were you flying with your group or not? Not exactly, sir. Then what exactly were you doing? At first, yes, I was flying low with the other girls, but then I rested on the cattails near the edge of the pond. Oh, and then I saw all the kids walking to school and hitched a ride on Freddy's shoulder while we chatted. Did you know that Petunia saved all of the other kids from the sly fox that was trying to eat them? Ella, we don't have time for this. Can we please just stick with the facts? But those are the facts! As I was saying, I was talking to the kids headed to school when the bell rang for them to go inside. Mr. Marvin said I was welcome to join them. He wanted me to explain to them how honey is made. That took a while, and then they asked a lot of questions. That was pretty exhausting. So I found a warm spot in the sun at the top of the great oak tree and took a nap. There's nothing like dozing in the spring sunlight. Ella, I simply want to know what type of flower you gathered your supply from. Do you have that information or not? Yes, sir. I gathered my pollen from the almond tree near Bigger's Pond. I was already close by, and when I woke up from my nap, I realized it was getting late, and I didn't want to come back to the hive empty-handed. Let me just recap. You started out with your crew in the morning, but you stopped to rest on the cattails. You then attended school for the morning, which wore you out, and you ended up taking a nap that lasted all afternoon. Then, to avoid trouble, you decided that it would be best to gather pollen from the almond tree blossom. Does that about cover it, Ella? Yes, sir. But when you say it like that, it sounds really bad. It sounds bad because it is bad. Almond blossoms ruin the taste of honey. It spoils the entire batch. We have discussed this time and time again. You cannot add contaminated substances into the mix and expect it not to destroy all the honey. Junk in, junk out. I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking about all of that. Now is not the time for crying, Ella. Now is the time for fixing and apologizing. Yes, sir. Our laziness causes delays not only within our hive, but also those around us who depend on our honey for their businesses. I understand, sir. 
Meanwhile, outside the hive... As much as we appreciate your enthusiasm in showing us all about the different flowers and the details of pollination, we really must be getting our orders and start delivering. Ruby is certainly going to chew us out if we don't show up soon. I completely understand. Um, and let me just say again how much we value your business. It's customers like you that make our jobs enjoyable. Well, it's nice to hear, but we really must be on our way. Would you mind finding out how much longer it's going to be? Not at all. You two just stay right here while I go and find out what's taking so long. Oh, Ella, I'm sorry, I didn't see you. I'm afraid I have some bad news, which may make you very upset with me. What is it, Ella? We are your friends. You can talk to us about anything. Yesterday, while out with my crew, I ended up wasting the day. Why would that cause us to be upset with you? You see, I lost track of time going to school. Wait, you went to school? Why? Haven't you already been to B-School? Zeke, just let her explain. So after I left school, I realized it was getting late, and I didn't have any pollen. I gathered some from a nearby almond tree, hoping I could just add that into the pollen supply unnoticed. I still don't get it. Why would that make us upset? <laughs> it ruined the honey, didn't it? Yes. In fact, it ruined the entire supply our crew collected yesterday. What? From one tree? <laughs> yes, it gives the honey a sharp, bitter taste. Oh... That wouldn't taste good in golden honey milkshakes. The whole thing had to be thrown out, and now all honey orders are behind because of me. I'm so sorry. The colony is hurrying to start a new batch as fast as they can. Thank you for being honest with us, Ella. We accept your apology, and we'll explain to everyone that there will be a delay. It's not the end of the world. You've made this mistake, and I'm sure you won't repeat it again. Yeah, we all make mistakes. But the best thing to do is to move forward. When we repent of our sins... Christ forgives us and asks us to forgive each other. That means we forgive ourselves too. Thank you for understanding and being kind. The next day, every bee waited anxiously as Steve, the taster ant, lowered the wooden dipper into the golden liquid and pulled it to his antenna to take in the aroma. He waved it in a circular motion and then drew it to his mouth for the taste test. It was as if the entire hive was holding its breath. Hmm. I'm getting lavender with a touch of fruit. Strawberry, maybe? Is that okay? After my time management session with Mrs. Badger, I gathered some pollen from her strawberry plants. Perfection. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Tales of Zeke and Elliot, Parables Worth Pondering. Parables are simple stories used to illustrate a moral or spiritual lesson. Today's parable is based on Proverbs 10, 4 through 6. He becomes poor who works with a slack and idle hand, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. He who gathers in summer is a wise son, but he who sleeps in harvest is a son who causes shame. Welcome to Insightful Information with Kelly and Candy. Kelly, that was a sweet story. Get it? Don't start. It is too soon. So do bees really not taste their honey? Nope. Bees don't taste, and almond trees make bad-tasting honey. But bees don't actually taste the difference. Did you know the prettier the flower, the sweeter the honey? Really? What kinds of flowers do bees prefer? The seven best flowers to plant for bees are lilacs, lavenders, wisteria, mint, sunflowers, poppies, and black-eyed Susans. Bees, including honeybees, bumblebees, and solitary bees are very important because they pollinate food crops. 
Pollination is where insects move pollen from one plant to another, fertilizing the plants so they can produce fruit, vegetables, seeds, and so on. While bees are sometimes considered pests, if you like your fruits and vegetables, leave the bees alone. Oh, I love fruit. One of my favorite fruits is cantaloupe. I planted cantaloupe this year in my garden. Did I tell you? It was delicious. You were doing so well. I love watermelon, too. And apples. Have you ever had a Honeycrisp apple? You know there's no honey in a Honeycrisp apple, right? They're so good. With caramel drizzled on top with chopped nuts? I give up. See you next time, kids. Mm, They're just so good, and sometimes we put chocolate chips on top. Thanks for listening today. Parents, if you enjoy these stories, please like and review us on your favorite podcast app. You can support the Tales of Zeke and Elliot through our giving portal at zekeandelliot.com. Choose a one-time or a recurring donation, and all donations are tax-deductible. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. We look forward to meeting with you again. Until then, when God leads, don't be afraid to take your next leap of faith. Let's take a leap of faith.